Good evening. Welcome to the PSI Monthly Podcast. My name is Kat, and I will be your host for this evening. And on behalf of PSI Seminars, welcome to the podcast. PSI has been offering personal growth seminars around the world for over 45 years. And each month on these trainings, we explore tools and techniques from the PSI Basic Course as a free resource for you in your ongoing personal growth and self-improvement. For those of you who are new to PSI Seminars and would like to find out more about the basic course, you can go to PSIBasicSeminar.com. Tonight, we're talking about choosing leadership. We have an amazing guest with us this evening, our very own Director of Training, Kathy Quinlan Perez. She has been in the personal growth industry for over 30 years And in addition to the PSI Basic Seminar, she facilitates the Life Success Course and the Women's Leadership Seminar. Kathy, are you with us? I most certainly am, Kat. Oh my gosh, it's so perfect that we're doing this tonight because, you know, uh, when you asked me to do this, I was like, well, you know what? This is going to actually be very appropriate because I will be at our women's class. And so it's just exciting to take a little time out to be on this call tonight because I'm with some amazing women that definitely uh, chose leadership, and that's why they're here up here on High Valley Ranch. So I hope everyone's having a fabulous evening and just really want to acknowledge everyone that is listening tonight. I hope you have amazing questions to ask at the end of our call And I hope you, if you weren't on tonight, that you actually take this and listen to it. Because as I was preparing to do this this evening, I was thinking about, wow, I wonder how many people, when they hear the topic choosing leadership, might actually shy away from actually listening to it. Because wait a second, I'm not sure if I want to be a leader. You know, I kind of like what I'm doing right now. And I, you know, I kind of like flying underneath the radar. And so I hope that this evening that you, everyone that's listening, and as you listen this, to this podcast throughout uh, the next how many times it's up and you can download it and listen to it, is that you walk away with, wait a second, I am a leader. And how am I showing up? And I know that sounds like a very seminar word, but how am I displaying my leadership? Because at, you know, it was interesting because as I was looking and and kind of studying how I wanted to present this whole thing, I started to look up different definitions of leadership. So, you know, of course, I went to Google and I looked on the Forbes, you know, what does Forbes say about leadership? And it was interesting that everything that was really being said and written about was about how leaders are the people that influence to us have a social influence on others and achieving a goal that they are about. And I start thinking about that is that I think that, and what we teach here at Sci Seminars is that every single one of us is a leader, but it starts with leading ourselves. And so what is that? And that's really what I want to talk to, talk to everyone tonight about is taking your own personal responsibility for your life. You know, Mr. Wilhite says in the book of leadership in the path to liberty, a quote to back down from fears, doubts, and failure is the way of the follower to face them and go on stronger is the way of the leader. 
And as I was reading that and reviewing all of what is said there is that it really starts with taking our own personal responsibility. So that is the first question to ask yourself, am I taking personal responsibility for my life? So we're going to set a foundation, so to speak, to better understand leadership. And the premise that we are really working with here is you are always leading. The question is, where are you going? And where are you actually leading from? So my hope is, is that as you really listen here, you start to digest that question for yourself without uh, beating yourself up about all the things that you did wrong or I should have done this, I should have done that. But taking personal responsibility is the first step in becoming a leader of myself. So often we stand in our life and we point the finger out at this is why my life is where it's at versus, okay, wait a second. I've made certain choices in my life and I've also made a lot of decisions. So another incredible distinction to make is that what is is really the definition of commitment, a choice that I make that I surrender to. The key word there is I, and the other key word is choice. Most of the time we are making, we think we're making a choice, but really we're basing it from a decision. Decisions are based on facts and choice absolutely comes from nothingness. And I know that sounds very seminar-ish, but what does that really mean? Nothingness is there's no facts to it. I have no reasons for it. I'm just standing in. Here I stand and the world will adjust. That's something we talk about all the time at WLS. And so, again, my hope is, is that you'd start to do some inventory about where you really are. Because I think that sometimes we shy away from taking personal responsibility. And what does responsibility really mean? In our definition here at Site Seminars is I am the source, meaning I create everything in my life based on my thought process. You know, there's an infamous line of what Site 7 is all about, the life success course. If it's to be, it's up to me. And sometimes you can take that and use it against yourself. But what does that really mean? If it's to be, it's up to me. Okay, so if I'm If I want this to happen, whatever this happens to be, I've got to do a self-inventory about what's the thinking that is driving my attitude, that's driving my behavior, that's driving the results I'm actually producing in my life. So again, you know, major question to ask yourself is what's the internal dialogue that is really supporting where I want to go in my life? And so, again, we got to go back to the very teachings of the basic seminar is what is that internal dialogue? What's your self-talk? Our self-talk is definitely going to have us operate from a place of choosing or operate from a place of decisions. So what is that? And that's a great question to ask yourself as you just uh, sit and listen to the call right now. Wow, what am I actually saying to myself about my leadership? You know, how am I showing up? Because the truth is we really are leading every single day in our life. The question, again, the question is, where are you leading? You know, I think that our, our, what we say we're committed to drives the actions that we take. 
So again, to take inventory about, okay, what am I committed to? So what am I committed to in my marriage, in my relationship? How am I committed to being as a parent with my children, with my family, in my business, with my wealth? And that wealth can encompass all aspects of your life, obviously financial, obviously the wealth that you surround yourself with versus am I... Listen, am I operating in a place from abundance in my life or am I operating from a place of scarcity in my life? You know, you can actually look in your life and go, okay, so how am I showing up in my leadership? Well, I might be very clear that how I want to be in my life is I want to be partying and I want to, you know, eat anything I want and I want to just be in a complete state of decay. And okay, that's what you're choosing. That's what you're doing. But now take it to a deeper level is like, wow, wait a second. How come? And is that how I want to be in my life? So it takes a lot of guts and uh, courage to really do some self-inventory. You know, in the leadership book there, and something that we work all the time with is the 15 leadership qualities. And in fact, all the women up here this week have been really examining if on a scale of one to 10, if they are, if they really do have a a definite cause or main goal. And that's another question to ask yourself. Wow, what is my main cause? What is my what is my goal here? Do I have a definite goal? Do I have a main cause? Do I display self-control in my life or do I have my whims and my impulses? Because leaders definitely display self-control, meaning something's bigger than what's happening right now. Another great thing to think about is so often we are driven by immediate gratification. We forget that what we, the seed that we plant today is actually growing a tree. And sometimes in our leadership of self, what we're doing today, we might not see the result of it in this moment, but we're going to see it. So again, is my, what is my commitment and let my actions follow that commitment. And that requires us to have self-control. It requires us to display our internal confidence of ourself. And are we excited? It's like when I'm getting up in the morning, I'm excited about my life, like where I'm going. I think that when we are very solid in what we say that we're committed to, like there's a compelling why. Like, I want this. I want to be the greatest mother in the world. I want to be the greatest partner. I want to create this with my business. I'm going to line up. My actions are going to line up to what it is that I say that I'm committed to. If I have hazy goals, I'm going to have hazy results. And when I have hazy goals and I have a hazy results, of course, how I'm showing up in my leadership is going to be very dismal. I mean, the truth is, is people are crying out to have leaders in our life, but we can be that leader in our life. Often we're looking for somebody else to tell us what to do and what to think. And the truth is, is there's tons of people to listen to. And that's great if you're listening to them. However, where are they taking you? And do you know where you want to go? So are, do you have, are you clear thinking about what it is. Like you have the ability to organize your thoughts. You identify what those parts are that you have to get done and you keep your emotions in check. Like you're, there's a perspective to our emotions. You know, I'm reminded of 
that Helen Keller uh, saying of <clears throat> feelings are a byproduct. They're not the end product. And to really be a, to really choose into our leadership, our feelings are a byproduct because sometimes when we take a stand for something, and I'm going to say a stand for our life and what, where our life is going, it's not always comfortable and we don't always feel great about it. And, but when we're solid about it, that everything starts to line up, everything starts to line up. So as I was talking about clear thinking, before I really go on to the 15 leadership qualities and get a little more in depth in that, I want to go back to something that I was thinking about is uh, in the basic seminar, I'm sure if you are a basic graduate, you remember the bullseye exercise. So every single one of us were born with very strong core values. And so I'm going to say core values as love, as care, as joy, as trust, as compassion, as passion, as connection with other human beings. And then as we know, uh, so, you know, as you look at a little child, they have all these qualities. They have no filters about what's, you know, the color of skin or what someone does for their, uh, for a living or what political group they are from, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Is they're just pure. And that would, that is what makes us incredible. So as we grow up, we start to learn things that definitely support us in displaying those core values or to withhold them at certain times in our life. And so we developed a thinking pattern of how we're supposed to be. And that definitely affects then how we feel about ourselves, our attitude, our attitude about ourselves our attitude about other people, our expectations, what the world's supposed to be, which then completely affects how our behavior, how we're displaying, how we're doing things, which then absolutely affects the results that we have in our life. And so as we look at really this whole idea of leadership, so to really start to define myself, to lead myself, I have to go back to that center of myself. I have to be willing to display all of those core values that I have as a human being and to allow myself to actually engage and display them. And then I've got to do the self inventory is like, okay, so let me take stock of my life. What am I committed to really? And something that very wise woman talks about is standing in the future So if I stand in the future of where I want my life to be, where I want my life to be in my marriage, where I want my life to be in my legacy, in where I want my life to be in my career, if I'm just certain about this is where I'm going, and so, okay, I can see that clear picture. Now, how do I need to be, how do I need to show up to create that? Because leader, a leader of self is certain. A leader of self is actually experiencing their wholeness as a human being. They're not hiding anything and they're empowered by all that wholeness. So they're using their masculine side. They're using their feminine side. They're not hiding their, you know, what we, what we talk about in the life success courses, we have this, these shadows of ourselves And so what part of what we're doing in this whole process, this whole journey, and the truth is, is for everyone on the phone, 
is that you once you start personal growth and you get on that train, this is a life. This is a lifestyle. It's a lifelong journey. And so, as a leader of myself, I've got to empower me. I empower myself as <clears throat> as I'm empowered by knowing that I have everything it takes to have my life turn out. Again, personal responsibility. And I start to really operate from that commitment. So if I'm standing in, I'm enough. If I stand in, I am a leader of myself, regardless of what's coming at me, is that I will be able to take all the hits. Like those hits I take in my life aren't going to take me down. Because the truth is, is that, and we say this all the time in the Life Success Course, courage does not exist without the presence of fear. And so when the fear comes up, like I'm getting a hit and I'm getting obstacles, but if I'm standing in my true leadership of myself, those obstacles are not going to stop me because I actually can turn it around and go, those obstacles are there for my growth. That's the truth. And so there, there's a, another huge distinction. I, I think that sometimes we find ourselves, okay, I'm a leader of this, so I've got to show up a certain way. Like, and then a lot of times that turns into bullying and being bossy. And, you know, the big B word, I can't actually say that on this line, however, of how we describe certain women. And we think that that's like, we got to use a louder voice. We've got to use the sterner voice. That's not it at all. It is like sometimes the most powerful, powerful people are those that come from certainty because it definitely takes true internal alignment and true congruency to stand in leadership of self. And that's when I'm going to invite everyone to start to examine for yourself is like, where am I really standing in my life right now? Am I standing in my true commitment into my life, into my contribution? As Mr. Wilhite would say in the, from the very beginning, very beginning of Psy Seminars, uh, find a need and fill it. The greatest, greatest leader is looking out and how can I contribute to other people versus waiting for something to be given to me or waiting for permission for me to contribute. Like I think there is such a leadership encompasses all the work that we do. And I think that sometimes just people shy away from the word leadership because they have this misconception of what it really means. But I'm hoping I'm getting across here that what leadership really is and where it starts is leadership of myself. And I can't get there until I've done some self-inventory about really where am I? Like, really, where am I? How am I really showing up? And the truth is, your results is giving you the answer. That's the truth. If you're really open to seeing it is because you look and go, okay, so how are people treating me? Are they afraid of me? Do they come talk to me? Do they give me the things for them to solve? And are, are they like, are they needy around me or are they actually respecting me? And the truth is, is that we have two things in life. We can either be liked or we can be respected. However, that starts with yourself. Are you respecting yourself? 
because a true leader of self respects themselves and knows that sometimes you aren't going to make the greatest choices. You made them, yes, but sometimes those choices aren't always going to turn out, but that doesn't mean it takes you down. It means that, okay, that one didn't work. So again, going back to absolutely taking personal responsibility because that is where leadership begins, taking personal responsibility for ourselves. And as I said earlier in the beginning of the call is if it's to be, it's up to me. You know, every leader and that, the truth, every leader is a follower. And to be a great leader, you got to be willing to be a follower. Like the misconception of, you know, the leader knows all. That's not true. A, a true leader knows what their upsides are and their downsides are. And a true leader will actually respect the people around them and listen to their input as that leader will also give input to other people. So again, going back to, are you supporting people? Because a leader supports people in showing up to their best. Like leaders replace themselves with other leaders. And a lot of times we don't do that because we're holding on. We're, we're scarce in what happens because like, we're actually thinking of it as something that is about power versus no, it's actually very powerful to give what you know away to other people. That is true leadership. Okay, before I go into uh, a little more in depth about the 15 leadership qualities, I want to talk about commitment. So again, as I said earlier, commitment, a choice that I make that I surrender to. So again, self-inventory. Okay, based on results, what am I committed to? And often harsh, but always fair. And, you know, I do that little self-inventory myself and I'm like, oh, that's not pretty picture. And so if I'm, if I uh, say I'm committed, a choice that I make that I surrender to, I'm willing to go through all the discomfort because being committed, showing up in my commitment, sometimes it is not comfortable. And anybody looking for comfort that's listening to this call, you know that that will never happen. Comfort is actually, uh, I'm going to say, mediocrity, like we're settling. Like how low are you, are you having the bar for yourself or are you raising the bar? So <clears throat> something to ask yourself is like, okay, okay, so let me ask myself, am I living my life from a place of compliance or am I living my life from a place of commitment? Work with this all the time in the advanced courses is, okay, compliance is I'm doing it because I'm supposed to. So let's translate to that into how we show up in our leadership. Because as I said, we're leading all the time. So am I doing, am I being the mom? Am I being the boss? Because that's what I'm supposed to do. Am I doing it the way that I'm supposed to do? Is this how it should be done? Because there, again, once again, we're shitting on ourselves. But that inventory is, wait a second, what, where am I being compliant or where am I, I really coming from a place of commitment? Because you can shift that. And I'm going to tell you right now, when you shift and live your life from a place of commitment, a commitment to drive the actions, to be the leader of myself, I'm going to say right here now is that that's where there's passion and aliveness and you get up in the morning and go, I'm in, let's go. Regardless of what it is, that could be going to the gym, that could be making breakfast for your children, that could be getting up, going to the gym, and then going to work. Like you're bringing all of you to the party. That's choosing leadership 
bringing all that I have to the party. And if I'm bringing all that I have to the party, I will have the courage to make decisions. I will be more than willing to do things even if I'm not getting paid for them because that's one of the leadership qualities. I mean, how often it's like, okay, what's in it for me? How much am I going to make from that? You know, let's go back to the basic seminar. Like one of the pillars of the basic seminar, win-win. And one of the greatest way that, ways that we can win, ladies and gentlemen, is that we look out and we go, how can I give? Even when it's uncomfortable, even when I don't want, want to. And how can I create a unified team, so to speak? And that starts within ourselves. That starts with our families. And again, our personal commitment. You know, absolutely standing in what you say you are committed to, regardless of what gets thrown at you. And that you're willing to take initiative. You're not waiting for somebody to tell you what to do. That's personal leadership of self. And guess what? Sometimes when you take that initiative, sometimes you'll cross a line, but you'll never know how far you can go until you go too far. That is the greatest thing to remember from this call. And, it, and you're, you're committed to achieving. And sometimes what we are achieving isn't measured by things. Sometimes what we're achieving is who we are. Like if I just take it back to, for everyone on this call, take it back to when you put the, your head on the pillow at night, are you proud of who you were? Are you proud of what you gave? Did you give more than you thought you had? To back down from your fears, again, your fears and doubts and failures is the way of the follower. To face them and go stronger is the way of the leader. And I guarantee you, every single person has the ability to lead, but it starts with leading yourself. And I want to leave you with a paragraph from the manuscripts from Thomas Wilhite, and it is called A Leader. A leader must listen to themselves, to their inner voice of direction, strength, and conviction. With their vo when their voice is not heard, they drift aimlessly through the sea seas of fear and doubt. When this voice is heard and not followed, they betray themselves and those around them. A leader does have fears, doubts, and failures. However, they conquer them. The inner voice is the foundation which, which holds firm against the waves of resentment and resistance. A leader places themselves aside so the needs of others may prevail. They are gentle, they are strong, they are confident, and they are unyielding as needed, always following the tune of their inner voice. A leader knows fulfillment when they are living from freedom as the soaring eagle does. And so again, as we started this whole conversation and as we started the podcast is to what is the internal dialogue that you're listening to? Is that internal dialogue supporting you in embracing all that you have been given? And then when you have those doubts, I get it, we all do. But when there's something bigger than those doubts, you will call forth all that you have been given to take the action that will support what you say you're committed to. Excellent, Kathy. I love that. Okay, Kat, let's open it up from, for some questions because I'm very excited to hear 
what some of the people out in the world, you know, I'm really hoping that some of my great people over in the United Kingdom is listening to this, and I hope they might have even sent a question in. So let's open it up for questions. Yes, absolutely. And before we go into questions, I just want to take a quick moment for everyone on the call who has not yet done our classes. If you want more tools to support you in choosing leadership in your life, the basic course has extremely effective techniques that you can put into practice right away to achieve goals beyond what you previously thought possible. For the results that you really want to create in your life, at the basic seminar, you get to Uncover your limiting beliefs. Discover what has been holding you back from living the life of your dreams, whatever that is for you. The basic is an experiential class where you will be immersed in powerful exercises and you get to explore who you are, what you really want, and how to get where you want to go. Again, if there's anything you want more, better, or different for yourself and your life, then go to PSIBasicSeminar.com and get registered for the next PSI Basic. We hold classes in cities across the country, so find a location and date that works for you. Again, that's PSIBasicSeminar.com. Now for some questions. First off, from MM, how do you choose leadership when you're bogged down with hardships and adversity? Well, I think that uh, it's a great question, and I think that it, it starts with redefining uh, leadership for yourself. So you're bogged down with all these things. So now let's take a look at, okay, so I have to take personal responsibility, again, key to taking leadership. So let me take a look at where, like, personal responsibility for what's happening in my life right now and what's the action that I need to take to move through it. I know it doesn't sound easy, but I promise you it'll be well worth it. But there's a reason all this is happening. I believe this. I really believe that things happen in our life for a reason. And you might not exactly see what that reason is right now, but there's a reason. And maybe all this is bogged downness is happening to force you to pull out what you've been given to show up and take ownership of your life. That's being a leader of yourself. Great. Next from DJ. Wants to know how to get what you need for yourself to be happy and effective when others ignore and dismiss your requests. Well, I guess the the way I would answer that for you is that why are they ignoring you? Is it the way you're asking? Is it what you're asking? And are you asking the right people? Because sometimes, you know, one of the things that I have learned is that you've got to go to the person that could actually, that's the, that has a solution. And sometimes we go to people that really can't do anything about it. So maybe you might be going to the person that has no power or no authority to actually, or any responsibility to do something about it. And you possibly, how you're asking it may not be from the most powerful place. So check in with how you're communicating because how we, where we communicate from will absolutely affect the responses that we're getting. 
So I would do a self-inventory on yourself about like, wait a second, am I really asking the people that can do something about this or is it how I'm asking them? And if you feel that you're talking to the right people and you're asking absolutely clear and concise to the people is then maybe you need to have an honest conversation with them and ask them, so tell me, how come uh, there's no response on this? Uh, Next from P.E., wants to know the best way for a leader who is sitting in the background watching what is happening to step up and lead. The first question is ask, ask yourself, why? Why do you want to do it? And <clears throat> it's hit stepping up and taking on things and having your voice heard will definitely require you to ha- display courage. And I would definitely say how you do it is going to make a huge difference. If you come from a place of bullying and I know better, uh, not so likely people are going to actually be responding to you very well. So if you see that there's something that you can add, great. Then it's, okay, I would like to add something to this. And then make your voice heard. But do it in a very empowering, concise, clear way without making other people wrong around you. I think that we fall into that sometimes where we want to be heard so badly. We tend to make others around us wrong and nobody, nobody wants to be wrong. We certainly, I don't want to be wrong, but I also don't want to come from a place of always being right. I hope that helps you. I hope that answers that. Uh, Next from CM, how do you find your passion and love what you're doing in the community? Oh, I think that's such a great question. You got like, that's, you just got to start doing stuff because some things you might like, I love working with kids. I love working with, uh, and you know, I actually really like working with the kids that are going a hundred degrees in the 180 degrees in the wrong direction. And cause I always think of, as Mr. Wilhite would always say is that you take someone that's going 180 degrees in the wrong direction and that person turns it around, those are the future leaders. So, you know, I wouldn't be the one that would go to, you know, helping the gardens, you know, in the local garden. That wouldn't be my thing. So you got to look and go, okay, what, what gets my goat excited? So sometimes you have to like, go test this out, go do this, go do that. Like something will be sparked inside of yourself. Something will. And I, I am a firm believer in contribute, go out. And if you're just looking, well, well, what should I do? You'll spend all your time thinking about what I should do versus, Hey, I don't know, just go out and do something, find a need and fill it. You keep doing that until you land. This is my home. This is the place where I want to contribute because there are lots of places in the world that are looking for people to contribute. There's a lot to do out here. Absolutely. Next from BF, when do you know that you are ready to be in charge of your team? Wow. I'm not sure if there is a like magical moment of where you get it, but I definitely uh, see for myself in the direction that I took in my particular career is there was a turning point where I was very solid in me. And I was very respectful of the people around me. And that is one of the things that you'll be a great leader. We all, when we are leading other people, 
when we respect ourselves and respecting other people. It's one of the greatest things that I admire of the president and the co-founder of Sci Seminars, Shirley Hunt and Jane C. Wilhite, is that they're very respectful of themselves and they're very respectful of others. And they listen to their ideas. So I think that you'll know. You'll know. Next from CM, what are the most important values to demonstrate as a leader? I think you have to look at what are your core values. I don't want to put my values on to you, but I do think that um, I'm not sure if this is a value. I mean, we could we could definitely have a conversation about distinctions of values versus principles. Uh, but I think that one of the key one key parts here is respect, respect of yourself, respect of other people, and that you are a core value of seeing that we are actually connected and that there is something that I have to give and I can receive. Like I think that as, as a great leader is when we see that what we do and what we say actually affects other people, not just ourselves, we will be a greater leader of self and in turn a greater leader of others. But when we make it all about ourselves is, hmm, doesn't work that way. So I hope I answered that question because I do think that our principles uh, definitely drive how we show up in our commitment and our principles definitely will show, will drive how we are displaying our leadership. Great. Next from JW, what role does love play in leadership? Uh, I think that's a it's that's an interesting question. What is love? I think love, I'm not sure if I would use the word love. I would say it is again my respect, your respect for humanity is that believing and knowing that there is a connection is I don't have to love every single person, but I definitely and or I don't have to like them, but I definitely need to respect them. But a love for, if you're defining it as a love for humanity as people, yes. Or if you're looking at it as love as a romantic love or a love that I have for a child or love that uh, I have for my friend. But love sometimes taints uh, how we interact with people. But if I'm loving humanity, different story. Now that's a bigger game to play. Next from LP. How do you overcome challenges when you don't get the result you want being the leader? How do you pick yourself up and pursue? Oh, it's such a great question. It's really everything that we've been talking about is like that is like that is get so excited about, oh, that was a disaster. Because if you think about every single great, incredible leader on this planet and whether that was in a social you know, made a huge social impact on the world. And there's mistakes that were made, definitely mistakes and failures, but they got themselves up because there was some, there was a bigger purpose, like to actually surrender to the fact that I'm going to like, there's going to be times that I'm going to fail. And, but that doesn't mean it takes you off your purpose and standing in your leadership of yourself. So I think it's kind of exciting that you know, like sometimes you're making a mistake. Of course you will. 
then you get to draw forth. And again, looking at those mistakes is not like as to take you down, but it's like, okay, that was a lesson learned. And you get to be bigger because of it. That's actually very exciting. Yes, it is. Next, I have a two-part question from BL. First part is, what does it take to become a leader? And the second part is, how do you get people to take action? What does it take to become a leader? It takes, uh, first of all, that you believe that you are. As I said in the very beginning of this podcast, the first step to leadership is taking personal responsibility for your life. And that then you move it to, I am the source and taking leadership of myself. So what's the internal conversation that you have about your personal responsibility in your life? And when you stand solid in knowing that you take personal responsibility, your actions are going to follow what you say you're committed to. And there's tons of leadership tools that really have been given throughout the call. But I think the biggest one, and I hope that everyone's hearing this, is the first step is I have got to take personal responsibility of myself. That is leadership of self. Like what asking yourself really, okay, what am I committed to? And starting to let my actions dictate what I say I'm committed to. And the second part, how to get people to take action. You always have to find, get, you always have to someplace, you have to empower people to find their compelling why. And that actually is a really great uh, question because you've got to work with people so that they're coming from a place of what they say they're committed to versus them coming from compliance. They're just doing it because you say you want them to do it. So if you can inspire people about a bigger vision and then people like they see the vision also, they will be driven by their compelling why inside of themselves that'll get them out of bed to make it work. Not for you, but because they said so. So that's huge, huge skill set there. But you've got to start with you inspiring yourself because you said so. And there's certainly some amazing exercise and work that we do at the advanced seminars, especially the leadership seminars, as we're talking about leadership around that. Very powerful. Oh, very powerful. Next, from CV, how do you quickly find and develop a team with similar values? Oh, great question. But I think, again, it all starts to your own personal stand Again, uh, here I stand and the world will adjust, but that's not from a righteous place. That is from a certain, here's my purpose, here's my vision, and that vibration will attract people to you. Like They'll be like, hey, I want to be a part of that. I want to play with that person. But again, it all starts with the vibration you're putting out. If people look at you and they think, oh my gosh, they're, they're so hard on people, they're this, they're that. I'm not sure if I want to work with them. But if they see something that's really attractive in how you're displaying your leadership of self, your leadership qualities, they're like, hey, I want to play over on that team. Let's go. And I mean, if you look at all the greatest teams in the world, it all starts with there is definitely a vibration and people want to play with that. Uh, yeah, they might get 
recruited to come there, but people aren't going to stay if the vibration isn't about empowering and committed to a greater cause than just themselves. Yeah, and the more in alignment and the more congruent you are, the more magnetic you become, for sure. 100%. In fact, that's exactly what we're doing here up at WLS and MLS is how do I, like, I got to get congruent within myself. I will attract that around me. Next from AK, what traits do most great leaders share in common? Immediately as I heard that question, I thought they're looking out and there's a greater good than themselves. Like there is absolutely, first and foremost, I have something to contribute and I'm going to contribute it. Not necessarily just my way, but actually looking out and going that we are all connected in this world and how can we work together to actually have it work. So there is definitely an internal respect of self and a respect for others and there's an honoring of other human beings that we can actually work in this dance called life together, that there's really a balance. Because again, I think I said this earlier is to be a great leader, you've got to be a great follower. And regardless of what your position is, there are times that you definitely have got to be a great follower. Next from AH, how would you tune your vision to be synced with the vision of a partner? Oh, perfect. I think that uh, when we fall in love and that's the person that I think that you're talking about personal relationships, uh, is that it's definitely an attraction. And when you find out what that person's purpose is, what their core values are, that will sync you together. Like there's something bigger than being right. In fact, we talk about that all the time at uh, the life success course in our relationship section is that, are you committed to the relationship or are you committed to being right? But if there is a common values, common purpose in regards to your family, in regards to your relationship of how you are committed to it being, that's how your behavior and your leadership of yourself will absolutely 100% line up behind that. And I think it all starts with that you definitely have to have uh, a shared purpose, a shared uh, core values of working in partnership together versus competition. Yeah, that's a big one. I think that applies both in personal relationships and in a professional partnership situation. 100%. Uh, Next from JM... I am a grandma of six children. How can I be most effective at age 75? I think that if you are 75 and you have these children and grandchildren is stand in all that you have given them and know and love and unconditional and guide them, not telling them what to do, but actually be the greatest listener and their biggest cheerleader of what's possible for them. I mean, that's impressive. How congratulations on that. Next from LB, how do you know if leadership is your calling? I think that uh, 
think that's what we've been talking about all night is that it is your calling because it all starts with leadership of yourself. You are always leading. The question is, where are you leading yourself? Are you just doing and going in your life or are you actually taking a stand for your life and what you're committed to? So though you might be not the leader with the title of president, vice president, this person, this person, you're leading your life. And I hope that you take away from this call that you are the source. And at all times, all the time, you're leading where you are going with your life, not based on where people tell you you're supposed to be, but really based on what you say you're committed to and live from that place. Great. Next from TP, what are the primary personal attributes of an effective leader? What are the attributes? So I'm going to go back to the 15 leadership qualities is, but immediately, as soon as you ask that question, the first thing that popped in my mind is respect. And I think that there is something that so often we get so caught up in, it is my way. uh, And so all else falls apart. But when I'm actually coming from a place of respect, respecting myself and respecting other people. I am willing to have courage to make decisions regardless of what other people are saying and that I have a definite goal or cause that I actually have self-control. So when I want to say something that's disrespectful, I actually keep my mouth shut and that I have the confidence within myself. So I would, I would, uh, equate that with my discipline and being willing to hold my head high regardless, and that I have enthusiasm about the end result of where I'm going and how I'm being with people. And then I'm persistent about it. I don't give up. I hit those obstacles. And again, those obstacles are there for my growth. But that, and, and I start listening to that inner voice that tells me that I am a leader. And that I allow myself to be creative and I use my imagination is like, you know, sometimes to find the solution to certain things. It is not the normal route. You know, I think I remember, I can't remember who said it is like, you know, if you really want to be successful in life, look at what everybody else is doing and do something different. And so that takes a lot of courage. That takes creativity and that takes imagination and that you really allow yourself and be disciplined enough that you allow your mind to be clear so that all the solutions can actually come to you. So you got to still your mind and that you really are achieving. You're not just working on it, but you're actually taking action and that you really are, are clear in your communication, concise and clear. And you take initiative. So not waiting for somebody to do something, but you actually get up and you do it. And that you absolutely 100% operate from personal commitment and that you really do attempt to and do achieve and create a unified group of people around you. Again, you don't always have to like someone. However, respect them as a human being and that you're willing to do more than you ever thought you had to, but you're willing to do it with a great attitude, knowing that it's moving someplace. Awesome. This call is definitely inspiring me to expand my leadership, Kathy. And 
for, you know, we, we have a lot of people on the call who have not yet done our classes. So I don't know if you could take just a minute to talk about the series of classes that SAI offers and the value of the experiential trainings, what makes them so effective. Oh, I would love to. Uh, in fact, that's one of my most favorite things to talk about <laughs> is that here's the truth. Every single one of us, well, first of all, I really believe that as human beings, we're brilliant and we have been given much. And a lot of what we take on of, you know, we get pretty narrow minded sometimes and we get into a, okay, this is how it's supposed to be. And this is where I'm supposed to go. And the truth is, is that uh, personal growth is a lifestyle. Uh, personal growth is, okay, I'm committed. I'm committed to being a great, successful businesswoman, businessman. I'm committed to having an extraordinary relationship. I'm committed to being a great mother, father, et cetera, et cetera. Committed to being a great friend. And how can I use the tools that I learn in these classes to become that? And for some people, you walk into the class and you don't really know exactly what you're really committed to because you're just kind of doing your life. So the purpose of all of our, our classes, the basic, the life success course, the leadership seminars, is how can I be the best version of myself? And it's not just about going to a three-day class in the basic seminar. is because I'll tell you right now, the basic seminar, you're going to have a blast. You're going to learn a ton about yourself. You're going to learn a ton about other people. But now you've got to put it into practice. And shifting our habits, because we get so used to it, definitely takes uh, a certain level of discipline, and it takes definitely a certain level of commitment. But if you want to have a more in-depth understanding of yourself, a greater vibration around you, to attract greater people around you and to have that um, much deeper connection and intimacy with the people in your life, you want to lead people much more effectively these three series of classes is the greatest, greatest gift that you can give to yourself. I mean, as has been said by many successful people, the, the world's changing. The greatest investment that you could possibly make is an investment in you. And that's really the purpose of our classes. So the basic seminar is really a three-day class designed to examine, explore, like really what's my internal dialogue, what's my self-talk that is supporting me in what I say that I want or detracting me, so to speak. And then our life success course is all about breakthrough transformation. And let me break through all of that and experience myself being a courageous and a risk taker and really at the highest level of momentum I've experienced in a really long time. I mean, say all the time that uh, the life success course is taking seven years of our life and <clears throat> all the work we would do in our personal growth in seven years by reading the books of listening to tapes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, taking those seven years and putting it into seven days. Now, when I heard that statistic, I was like, I'm in for the seven days. And then the men's leadership seminar and the women's leadership seminar is everything that we've been talking about tonight is taking personal responsibility and taking leadership of yourself. So the, I mean, I say do all three of them and start in the basic seminar, but most people, once they walk into the basic seminar, they definitely want to go to the life success course. Cause I'm going to tell you right now, coming to high Valley ranch and it is a ranch, 
but there is something magical that happens on this ranch for human beings. That's the truth, is that you take a group of people from all around the world that are here to be a better version of themselves. And I use better very lightly. It is very much about breaking through all the things you didn't even know that are in the way of you being the best version of you. Like it's almost like you're used to driving down a two lane highway and that's how you see the world, like just two lanes. As a result of all of our classes, it's like all of a sudden there is no lanes. It's like anything is possible. One of the things that a very wise woman said about Sci Seminars graduates, they're known as the, the people that make the impossible possible. And I believe every single one of us can make the impossible possible, but it starts, all starts internally with my congruency and my alignment within myself. Absolutely. And it all starts with the PSI Basic Seminar. So uh, if you want to find out more, go to PSIBasicSeminar.com and find a class that works for you. So as we're wrapping up the call, uh, Kathy, do you want to give us a couple of takeaways from the teaching tonight? Well, I hope the biggest takeaway that everyone walks away with this evening is that taking personal responsibility for yourself and that, okay, you've made choices. Some of those choices have been very effective and some of them have not been effective. But again, not to be beating yourself up about that. And to start to look and ask yourself, wow, what am I committed to? And if I say I'm committed, a choice I make that I surrender to, where have you not allowed yourself to, res- to surrender to the choices that you've made. Because when we're uh, in resistance to the choices that we made, then we are going to spend all our time in resistance and resentment and get all spun up about something which absolutely does everything against showing up as a leader of myself. So one of the greatest things that you could do for yourself is doing the self-inventory and knowing that you actually have a say-so in where you walk away and what you do every single moment in your life. I mean, think about it. If you go to bed tonight and you say, I am a leader, what does that all entail? Because remember, it's what's our internal dialogue saying to ourselves. because that internal dialogue is going into our subconscious mind and we are letting that drive our actions. So if you want to shift that, start shifting what your internal dialogue is saying to you. So have a fabulous evening with everyone. I hope that you definitely utilize everything that we've been talking about tonight and go take action. Great. What a powerful topic. Thank you so much, Kathy, for your inspiration and teaching tonight. You're so welcome, Kat. Thank you for asking. And thank you to everyone listening in. We hope that you enjoyed the training and you have some new tools to move you forward in the pursuit of your dreams and goals. You definitely don't want to miss next month's training. It's scheduled for Tuesday, August 13th. Uh, Rob Rowe will be with us exploring the masks you wear and authentic connection through self-acceptance. You can register now at psilive.com. And remember to ask your questions when you register. Again, that's PSILive.com. If you're getting value from our podcast, don't forget to rate us and leave a review on iTunes and definitely share it with anyone you think would benefit. Again, for those of you who are new to PSI seminars and would like to find out more about the PSI basic course, 
you can go to psibasicseminar.com where you'll find information about the class as well as the upcoming dates and locations that are open for registration. Thank you everyone for being on the training tonight. We appreciate you taking the time out to listen in. Have a great night.